Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to Season 3 of The Agile World, where we discuss customer and employee experience, organizational and workforce transformation, and how business can adapt and continually improve in an agile age. The Agile World podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed in this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world, and read my latest articles, or get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile World podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to be more agile by learning from our experiences, both good and bad. While tales of wild success are what we often remember about business leaders and leading companies, failures, missteps, and missed opportunities are often better teachers. My guest today has had his share of both success and, well, let's just say less successful, efforts, uh, but has had the wisdom and perseverance to push through setbacks to achieve some great things. I'd like to welcome Jerry Abiog, co-founder and CMO at Standard Insights. Uh, first, uh, Jerry, why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do at Standard Insights? Yeah, hey, Greg, thanks for having me on. So uh, a little bit about myself, my background. So uh, my name is Jerry Abiog. I'm a co-founder and CMO of Standard Insights. We're a startup, roughly two and a half years old, and what we do is we help businesses prioritize and execute data-driven omni-channel campaigns. And why is this important, uh, Greg? Well, it helps one's business, regardless of vertical, target the right person with the right product or service at the right time, helping drive both top and bottom line growth. And this is more important now than ever because it'll help one's business become competitive in a data-driven world with marketing precision using artificial intelligence. Wonderful. Well, glad to have you on the show. Um, so first, uh, I'd like to commend you on your openness and, and willingness to admit that you know there's been some failures in the past, but to use it as a way to, to find success in the present, I think that's, that's a great thing to be able to do. So what do you think inspired you to embrace the good along with the bad in order to be successful? So um, going back to uh, prior to launching Standard Insights, I had my own uh, business development company where I helped software companies with uh, sales and marketing initiatives. And along the way, I've had successful clients with exits. And the one client, as they say, you uh, learn from failure was one of my clients was an utter bust. It was about four or five years ago. I worked it was my first go around working with an AI company and Greg was a total failure. Um, this company had close to three quarters, if not almost a million dollars worth of funding. And we absolutely achieved nothing. I mean, it just fell flat, you know, no clients and just an utter failure. But two things that I learned at that time that I guess kept me going to, to standard insights was that there was something bubbling beneath the surface with artificial intelligence and AI driven 
applications. And there are some studies out there that indicate, I think there was a study put out by Statista late last year, that AI in a short five years could be close to a $500 billion um, uh, that's what it's uh, going to amount to, right, with $500 billion uh, industry. So that was number one thing that I learned mm-hmm. during this failure. And number two, regardless of what you do, it's always, always has to be about your customers and not the bells and whistles of your product or platform. Yeah, that's that's great. And I, I think it is, uh, to your point, I mean, there's, there's always a, not only a learning opportunity, but sometimes i think when when you're mildly successful you can get kind of comfortable with uh with the status quo and i think sometimes um needing to find a better solution and and stuff can can push you a bit further so that's 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 great that you were able to to find something there um so how would you encourage others to to take this uh what i would call a positive approach and not be afraid to look into some some difficult moments and decisions to to find something better or different or even just uh, you know something something brand new. Yeah, I think uh, Greg, that's, that's a good great question. But I think honestly, it, it has to come from within, and it has to come in within prior to your to your work environment. And what does that mean? Well, uh, for myself, I'm always looking at challenges outsider work that make me uncomfortable and how do I, you know, deal with that. So I'm in my late forties over the course of my adult life. I've, uh, I've done Ironmans, I've done ultras. And just recently, a few years back, I got my blue belt in jujitsu, which is not an easy task considering (laughs) that uh, I'm going up against guys, um, in their mid twenties. I mean, yeah, they're my friends, but there's a, there's a difference when there's a 20 year age gap and they're, they're literally trying, even though in a friendly way, they're, they're trying to get you to tap out. (laughs) So it's, even though these are hobbies and in a friendly way that kind of develop help for me anyway, uh, develop my mindset. And when you're developing a, a hardened mindset or uncomfortable mindset, outside of work and your daily life, chances are that'll translate into your work life or career. So I think that sums it up for me. Yeah. So do you have any advice for how to look for the right things to improve and evaluate versus discard? I mean, I know it's, it's kind of hard to, um, to say, but you know, what, how do you look at, at things like that? Cause I mean, you know, given the, this is the agile world and, and, uh, you know, I talk a lot about, um, improving and continuous improvement and things like that. I mean, sometimes it, it just takes a, a matter of improving things. And sometimes it just takes a, Hey, we're on the wrong path. We need to, we need a, a, a serious course correction. How do you, how do you uh, evaluate things like that? So a couple things to your point, uh, continuous improvement, that's actually on our website. So if you go to standardinsights.io and the uh, about section, you'll see the four co-founders. And right underneath there, there's a blurb on, on Kaizen, continuous improvement each and every day, whether it's us, the, the co-founders, or all the way down to the, you know, to the interns that we're bringing on board to teach about AI. So. It's always about learning each and every day. I mean, for myself, since I, I'm a co-founder of an uh, AI 
AI software company, I'm always reading articles on artificial intelligence, whether they're directly related to what I'm doing or, or otherwise, just to learn. I'm always, you know, listening to leadership podcasts. So it's always being open to learning each and every day, whether it's directly correlated to what you're currently doing, or even if it isn't, always getting another perspective on things. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. How would you define your measure of success? Uh, you know, given the idea that not everything that anyone does is, is going to be perfect. Um, and, you know, even someone on a streak of success may have some missteps away along the way. You know, what's, how do you, how do you measure success in an in a environment like that? So uh, for us, um, myself and the co-founders, our success is not determined but by what we set internally, but what our customers and clients say about us. That's really what drives our success and how we improve things. And, and, and mind you, things aren't always going to be perfect. I mean, they, they never are, but as long as you're open and honest about it with your clients, um, then everything should be you know, okay, open and honest communication and always think about them first. Yeah. Because if you're thinking about them first, uh, chances are you'll be successful. Yeah. Okay. So let's, um, let's switch gears here a little bit and talk about your, your company. Uh, Standard Insights is, is tackling some issues head on that many companies are facing due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your your artificial intelligence approach and, and how you help businesses? Yeah, so uh, my my intro in the beginning. So we're an AI service growth marketing uh, platform that helps companies prioritize and execute data-driven campaigns across many verticals. So when we first launched two and a half years ago, we started off in the e-commerce vertical. Uh, two things. They were the early adopters of artificial intelligence, and we wanted something that was a little bit easier to get into. And as we progress, we expanded to other verticals, finance, brick and mortar, and last year at this time to restaurants. So we actually created an AI-driven digital menu uh, last year for restaurants. And two reasons why we did this, one of our co-founders actually owns a restaurant. And number two, one of our competitor, one McDonald's had bought one of our competitors. So when we saw that, it's like, okay, if McDonald's is doing something, maybe it's time to get on, you know, get on board. But to be honest, Greg, that failed last summer. Uh, just a couple things. The maybe we were a little bit too far ahead of the game. And to be honest, why it failed? Restaurants weren't ready, or the restaurant patrons weren't ready to start ordering menu items off their phone however so we put that in the garage however when covid came in march we pulled it out of the garage retweaked it and we rebranded it into its own identity so we took that from standard insights an ai driven digital menu and we rebranded it to iorder dot menu so it's all under the same company umbrella if you will but now i order dot menu or ai driven digital menu has its own identity so that's some of the things that we're doing right now so we're always looking forward uh, not just what's in front of us what's that saying can't see the uh, the forest because of the trees so we're always right. looking far out whether it's restaurants whether it's 
other verticals. Just to give you an example, one of our co-founders is an MD. So now, after doing some research, hospitals and physician clinics, they don't, they don't always do a great job of marketing themselves, right? So any company that wants relevant data-driven uh, communication to drive additional growth, we're looking at those verticals and always looking down the road and how we can help our business grow and help our clients as well. That's great. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's some great examples of um, being able to be nimble and, and adjust as uh, as needed based on uh, based on performance. Um, so you know, you, you talked a bit about AI not only just um, just then, but but earlier on. What is it about AI in particular uh, that holds you know particular promise for companies in this time? And, and what drew to what drew you to using it in your product? Yeah. So regardless of vertical, you have to know what your customers are going to do or what they're predicted to buy. Whether it's you know in e-commerce and if you're selling sunglasses online and you've got 100 products, you know what is Greg predicted to buy? What is Jared predicted to buy? Or you take it to restaurants with menu items, say a restaurant has 20 menu items and you have 2,000 customers doing takeout uh, you know, on your restaurant or curbside. What you know of those 2,000 you know, customers, what menu items are they predicted to buy or, or order, right? So, and it goes beyond knowing what they're likely to do, but then you have to execute because it's all about execution. I mean, you could have all the knowledge in your head, what Greg's likely to buy or what Jerry's likely to buy, but if there's no execution, then that data is, you know, it's really, you know, it's really worthless. And we're seeing an example of this, what's going on with the pandemic. There are people that side with data and there are people that don't side with data. And it's not always easy, Greg, because we're all humans and we always do what makes us feel good, even though if it goes against the grain or, you know, goes against what, you know, data says. So I like to draw an example of, you know, if, the, you know, you have a bad health scores and the doctor's telling you, hey, you need to eat healthier and you need to exercise. But once the uh, alarm clock goes off at five o'clock in the morning, you know that getting up to do a workout is better for you. But, you know, staying in bed makes you feel better, even though right. data says otherwise. Right. Or eating that cheese, uh, getting a, a cheeseburger with fries or maybe instead getting a cheeseburger with salad. That salad doesn't always make make us feel better. Right. You know, the fries do. So it's never we live in a funky time uh, right now, but it's never uh, cut and dry, man. There's a there's a lot of middle uh, middle gray areas to it. But the more that we can help people like, hey, you really guy, I know it's tough. It's not always easy to focus on what the data says. The, the better they'll be, uh, you know, in the long run. If you look at our website, standardinsights.io, the first thing that it says in the, in the middle is like, hey, are you curious to, uh, to see what improving your customer, your, your company's data literacy will do to fuel growth? So uh, it's always, always going to be about the data. And if the more you can understand that, the better you're going to win against your competitors that don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, 
doing a lot of work for the the restaurant industry you mentioned one of your partners actually owns a restaurant how do you think um that industry will evolve and recover from the pandemic and even to to broaden it a bit you know will will business look the same again or or is you know is are industries like restaurants um you know gonna forever change i think they're gonna be forever changed i was in a restaurant virtual restaurant trade show a few weeks back and restaurants are notorious for poo-pooing technology. And yeah. while talking to restaurant owners last year, okay, hey, this looks great. This looks cool. It was something in their three to four year uh, roadmap. But now because of COVID, it's shrunk it down. Now it's under three to four month roadmap. And not only restaurants, industries across the board, they, they had to you know, realize, hey, we've got to do something to, you know, the digitization, right? It's a popular term nowadays, uh, you know, because of yeah. COVID. Now to your point, yeah, restaurants will be changed forever. Yes, there are a lot of, just like with vaccines, there are probably over a thousand companies filing patents for vaccines. Likewise, the same things for restaurants and digital menus, right? All these restaurants, big and small, had to update their website so customers can now order online. But we take it a step, I mean, that's a great start, but we take it a step further. And if you go to our website, iOrder.menu, we go beyond other digital menu companies that simply upload your menu and attach a uh, payment gateway. We make your menu smarter. So when you know our clients, they're gonna be ahead of the ball game versus the other you know, normal, you know, digital menus. So it's always looking ahead, look, you know, looking at what the data says and uh, acting from there. I mean, it's like uh, we're in football season now. It's like if you know the other team is going to throw a pass, why would you set up a run defense? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of flying blind, you know, what the other person, this case, your customer is likely to do is likely to order than acting on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, uh, one last question before we wrap up, um, you orig originally spent several years in the corporate world then struck out on your own uh, to start several companies. Uh, there's currently a lot of people who have had salaried full-time positions that are now finding themselves laid off, furloughed, or otherwise out of work and are considering making a move to entrepreneurship. What advice would you have for someone who's considering making the same move you took several years ago? I think number one is to believe in yourself. And number two, if you know that something's about to happen, say the ax is going to fall, man, start setting yourself up before that happens, right? So I did this 10 years ago and um, it's hard to balance both things when you didn't smartphones just barely came into existence 10 years ago. But literally nowadays, if you're working for a corporation and you want to get out and you're in the office or whatever that may be, I mean, you have a little mini computer in your smartphone. Yeah. Hey, 
clue. Hello, can you hear me? I don't know what happened. Yeah, I can hear you, I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. Um, do you want to just, I, you can pick up from wherever. Yeah, okay. So, um, so your number one is to believe in yourself, right? And number two, if you know something negative is going to happen with your company, don't wait until the last minute, until it happens. You know, start preparing uh, beforehand. I mean, you have a wealth of information in your pocket via your smartphone that you can start you know, building your business. When I did this 10 years ago, I didn't have that opportunity. First, uh, social media was at its infancy. And number two, smartphones what it's, was at its infancy. So now, I mean, you can do two things simultaneously. Work at your current job and then simultaneously prepare for the inevitable by, okay, I know something is about to happen, but at least with your smartphone, if you're busy doing other stuff, you can start building your brand and your company, you know, right from your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, Jerry, thanks so much for joining the show. Uh, for those listening, uh, what's the best way for them to keep up with what you're doing? Yeah, Greg. So, uh, number one, uh, people can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Jerry Abiog at standard insights. I'm the only one there, or they can shoot me an email at Jerry J E R R Y at, standardinsights.io all spelled out or they can go to one of our two websites standardinsights.io or if you're a restaurant or in the hospitality space go to iorder.menu and in both sites uh, halfway through the first page there'll be a book a demo book a conversation button that you could uh, you know set up a meeting and we'd be lovey we'd love to chat with you Great. Well, again, I'd like to thank Jerry Abiog, co-founder and CMO at Standard Insights for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, from my website at theagile.world. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.